And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. It is episode 201, a new era, or or another era, or some sort of era. It's an undisputed era, Doc Manson, at Doc Manson. Yes, it absolutely is, GQ. You bet your ass it is. Oh, surprise, surprise. No, no. I don't know how this is going to work because I've got you on the speakers so he can hear you and you can hear him. But you're still picking up on the microphones. This is going to be a mess. I'm just going to make noises. Do you actually have a haircut or are you just messing with me? I do actually have a haircut. uh, But GQ GQ on draft in the studio at Manson Manor. How are you, DC? I can't see your face, so I'm Sorry, not as I'm good. I'm not there used to is. actually talking there and having somebody is. look at me while I'm doing it. This is this is this is a change for me. Oh, look at you! Yeah, come closer. Can we kiss through the screen? Is that possible? <laughs> oh, there's tongue. Okay, how are you? <laughs> I am good. How are you, my friend? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy Turkey Day to you, sir. Nice shirt, by the We're, way. I love the X Men. The periodic table of the X Men. Do you know all that by heart? No. <laughs> So please continue. No, I'll, I'll be here in the background just listening and enjoying I the guess fun. we should were, also say hello you... to Mrs. Manson. Oh, look who else is popping in. Oscar's hey, here. What up, Oscar, buddy? yes. Oh, it's a family affair here. Were you uh, Were you just hanging? Were you recording some sounds scary? I saw a Thanksgiving episode in my queue for my trip up north tomorrow. Yeah, we were working on uh, another episode of Sounds Scary. So, uh, you know, been doing a lot of talking today. Doing a lot how's of talking. The, how's the survey going? Have you have you poured over the data? Have you analyzed the we results? We have. We have poured over it. We've analyzed it. And I will say GQ even has some theories about where <laughs> some of that survey data could have come from. Were you the one that said you hated in the night, you ass? No. No. <laughs> don't I did me. not. I didn't. I said I've said it the whole time. I don't hate in the night. I think it just needs more than one voice. Well, we, we did guess- we did talk about trying to put something together and and putting. I don't know if you heard episode two hundred. I can do a French accent. Two years <laughs> of being French club president. You sure can. <laughs> GQ, settle settle down. Yeah. Settle down, GQ. Now, did you ever tell them the story behind that about French club? I am sure that at some point during like a DDT awards or something, we've covered Probably. it. But yes, yes. I, I was sort GQ of an was ass. in the back goofing off and I'm trying to yeah. run a meeting being like, GQ, if you could please, I, I got to just get through my agenda here. I typed it up in triplicate carbon copied, <laughs> you know, bullet points here. Just And I'm in the back just going, uh-huh, yeah, okay. <laughs> like a total ass. Yeah, I apologize. But it was fun no, at the time. To, to be fair. Who who was paying attention during a high school French club meeting? You were. I'm sorry, Madame, but that's man, a valid I point. Lame. I could see you taking this very seriously, DC. I, yeah, probably. <laughs> Plus, it was just nice because if these meetings, if they took place after school, sometimes I didn't have to go to wrestling practice because I got to run the meeting. So I was like, let me drag this out for as long as possible. Did you? I don't want to have to go run laps around the oh. building. 
I was gonna say, did you not like wrestling practice? But if you were running laps, say no more. I didn't like the 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 cardio. If we could just get to the point where I could like throw people around, or more likely get thrown around, that was fine. Didn't you guys have to run up and down the hallways on both floors like a million times a practice? Yes, because our our high school had three floors. So we'd have to start in the cafeteria, run up to the second floor, all the way across the second floor, down to the bottom floor, across the bottom floor, and then back up. And then vomit a bucket and then continue. Um, I did not. I vomited freshman year a couple times, Ugh. but that was because I was I had no point up until that point had ever worked out. Right. And they were like, here, let's do three hours of workout. And I was like, but yeah, they would be like, all right, go throw up, get a drink of water, and then we'll see you back here. Hmm. Well, how about that? So uh, what are the holiday plans for the GQ and the and the Doc Manson? Uh, we're just going to the in-laws tomorrow, so it's going to be a, a grand time. Do your in-laws listen to the show? I think your father-in-law would love this, this show. I don't think he even knows that I record a podcast. Have I you ever had a conversation a... about that? Mm, no. Have you ever had a conversation? Yes. How much do you talk to him while you're there? Like tomorrow, how much conversation will there be? He, he just says, can you pass the bread? <laughs> That's about it. Honestly, we're, at this point, we converse quite a bit, but I um, I don't share a lot from my personal life because it's just not worth it. There's judgment. Yes, for sure. So I don't share a lot, but we talk. We talk about things, you know. All right. Yeah, I don't know. GQ, what about you? So we are going to the brother-in-law's house. Um, and, okay. Um, for the first time, actually, because... Uh, he just bought a house, right? Uh, No, it's, they, they've had it, actually, for about five, six years, a little bit more now, oh, wow. actually. But um, it's the first time they're hosting. Uh, it's going to be interesting. There's going to be four young children, including my two little boys, running around, which will make things interesting. Um, but it should be a lot of fun. And, um, you know, I love Turkey Day, just stuffing my face and sitting back and relaxing. So it should be a good time. Yeah. What about you, DC? Are you heading up to the uh, Great White North or? We are. We're heading to the Great North Woods. We'll leave tomorrow early. Uh, the Champ and Mama Matthews are joining us. So in they'll the car? be driving up as well. Not in the car. Separate uh, cars. Oh, well, that would have been really but good. <laughs> we usually wind up passing each other or meet like there's like one or two rest stops that we both tend to frequent. So we wind up running into each other. Does the um, champ have a lead foot? Does he tend to pull away on the highway? Yeah. Gives you a little stink <laughs> eye and then just... Me, me, me. You. <laughs> Shakes his cane at me from out the window. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, so we'll be we'll be up there with uh, the, the kind of joined family, but that should be good. Going to be then, there uh, for a few days or... Uh, two. We'll be there till Saturday. Okay. And then their pl- the plan is sometime this afternoon, we should, or tomorrow afternoon, we should be going to see the Mr. Rogers movie. Oh, nice. Tom Have Hanks. You seen it no, but I, I know. love Tom Hanks and I love Mr. Rogers, so you can't beat that. Wow. So, that's awesome. Perhaps, again, we're, you know, hopefully we're planning some DDT, whatever it is going to be, the DDT slash sound scary year end spectacular. Yes, for sure. Uh, it sounds like you're no longer traveling. We were going to go down to the Carolinas, uh, and we've decided that doesn't sound like a good time. So oh, I could have told you that. So now we're thinking of staying more local, and so there's a couple of potential plans in place, but I should have some time to sit with my two best friends 
and uh, and cast some pots. Yeah, so I mean, it doesn't have, not that it has to be at the end of December that we get together to record this. We could do it earlier, depending on what your guys' availability True. is. But I, I I figure that's probably easiest. Based well, off your work schedules, but I don't know if that's true. I think GQ said something about he was free from like one to five today, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's funny," not realizing that he meant it because oh, like, I heard his yeah, voice right. and I was like, "So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, now I think now I think we're gonna need to make you know we're gonna need to make a list of Tom Hanks movies." All right, uh, one of the I'm best. Tom go ahead. Not right now. I mean, during the year end show. Not right now. Oh, oh, okay. Well, guy, I'm just I'm just gonna give some for you. I'm gonna give you a preview. I, I think at number one we're gonna be putting the Burbs. Oh, that's a good one. Which he has probably never seen. Oh, have you never seen the Burbs? Directed from the no, same director as Gremlins. That's not the. That's not the Money Pit though. The Money Pit's a separate movie, right? That is a different movie. But yeah. that's a, but it's right. around the same. It's, it's a young Tom Hanks era. Yes, it's like the same Joe versus the volcano timeline. Before Splash, or maybe during bit, but Splash. Yeah, around that time. Oh, you've never... Oh, man. Burbs is pretty good. I don't know if I've ever seen the Burbs. It's good. You'll like it. Despite having a collection of over 200 movies in college, most of the really good movies I've never seen. Yeah, fair enough. So, I, I did I tell you I started going through on Letterboxd, and I was just putting ratings in for all the horror movies I think I've seen? And yes. At this point, How many I, are you up to? It's... I don't know the exact number, but it's somewhere just shy of 700. And that's just horror movies. Wow. Yeah. It's sort of ridiculous. Hey, everyone's got a passion. Mm. Horror movies, Kurt Russell projects. Right. What did, you know. Yeah. God bless that man. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? What did you think of Survivor Series? Oh, yeah. We actually did sit down and watch Survivor Series, courtesy of one DC Matthews. Yes. Thank you very much, sir. Um, what did you think? It was fine. I, I was happy to see that they actually um, highlighted and, and put the spotlight on NXT. That was nice to yes. see. I thought they were going to just get buried, quite honestly. But I actually kind of think, well, it's easy to be that armchair quarterback on this stuff, right? But really, though, it's a brand new property. They just got a network television. Like, they're trying to sell NXT to a wider audience. I, I kind of didn't expect anything else to happen. Like they had to go out of their way to make NXT feel like a big deal, didn't they? The the subtitle of this show when it comes out, it'll be Survivor Series 2019. Colon, please don't watch AEW. Right. Yes. Right. Yes, because once I figured it out, once I saw that they were getting the lead, I was like, oh, of course. You know, yes, don't watch that other show like the here's the thing to watch but again i don't mind because nxt is my favorite hour of or two hours now of wrestling each week so yeah i mean don't be wrong like and again it's again it's real easy just to nitpick at things but like you talk about having your your survivor series match the men's i'm thinking about and sure. you have your undefeated uk champion to be the first person eliminated via pinfall he looked good in the brief amount of time he was there. But it still I'm wondering like... if he had a plane to catch. If he was like, look, I don't want to be here. He said many times, I don't want to move to the U.S. I don't want to be in the U.S. I want to wrestle in the U.K. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's like, hey, he's good, but he's also getting on a plane to go home. So I guess. But again, like but it's yes, just I, not I, the way I, I would have booked on it. That as, I bumped on that as well. Yeah. So I don't know. But overall, I think it was a good show. I, I do think the arrangement of that women's match as the end of the night 
also seemed a little odd. There was enough people that said it wasn't great. And I don't know if it wasn't great or if it just wasn't the match to end that show that I haven't watched it yet. I also didn't watch Brock versus Mysterio. Yeah, also that's another weird match that I don't even know why that existed. I haven't been watching the product, but I don't know why in 2019 we thought that was a program that you wanted to see on a pay-per-view. It came out of the Rey Mysterio bringing Cain Velasquez in and all of that sort of. I know. But now he's the U.S. champion, so that's what he gets. I guess. Wait a minute, who is the U.S. champion? Rey Mysterio on Raw, beat AJ Styles, and is now the U.S. Is is there rumors? I mean, is he getting ready to retire? Are they giving him, like, a final push here? Is that the plan at all? Are we talking about Rey or AJ? Yeah, about Rey Mysterio. Like, I've heard rumors. I could have... I would have bet money that he won the the WWE title, that he beat Brock that's because, what I, that's for what that I, yeah, very that's reason. That's what I was saying to Doc about It was going to be like a two-month run till the Rumble, and then maybe he loses it back to Brock or he loses to somebody else. But it's a, hey, you're going to retire. We'll probably put you in the Hall of Fame in 2020. And, you know, in you fairness, know. while you don't normally think of Rey Mysterio as being maybe a suitable opponent for Brock Lesnar, you could still see with the sort of stunt casting mindset and everything else that was going on around Mysterio, you know, having Dominic out there, you could have called upon that Kane fellow again. Like there was a way to get the title off of Brock and onto Mysterio without really damaging Brock. So it it totally could have happened. Yeah. So it was interesting that it didn't to me, but again, there apparently was a moment like the dual six one nines, you know, That was a cool moment. I'm impressed because Dominic Mysterio is not the same size as his dad. So the fact that he did a 619 like that, I saw gifts of it. Like I was actually somewhat concerned, you know, when it was happening live in the moment that because Dominic is so tall, I thought for sure he was going to just overshoot and kick Mysterio in the the face while he was doing his 619. Oh, God. Sorry, Dad. Yeah. Well, everyone's already saying like, yeah, Dominic's going to screw Ray over and that's going to be the feud for Mania is Dominic's going to retire his dad. And Is he fully signed with WWE or is this sort of a part-time? I'm guessing I, it's a part-time thing. I would assume that at some point he'll have to go to the performance center. Like, yes, you're, you know, you want to be a wrestler, we'll train you, but you've got to go through the process. But I don't know. I don't know if they ever signed Nicholas, former tag team champion Nicholas. So, well, isn't he like twelve now? So, you know. Yeah, I know he's ready. He's getting there. Out of curiosity, so did you not watch Survivor Series? Because you, I watched the first hour and a half. By eight thirty, I was watching it in bed, half asleep. Okay. And so, so I woke up the next morning. Actually, no, I waited till Monday night. I watched up until the men's match for the most part the men's survivor series match i watched the fiend and daniel bryan which was okay what do you think of the red lights do you like the red lights the red lights are cool but i don't think it needs to persist throughout the match gq my thoughts were for that particular character maybe when he's starting to gain momentum those lights turn to that red color that's that exactly what I thought. Like, yeah. if Daniel Bryan starts getting the advantage, the lights should come back. Right. Up. That would be a lot of fun. And then when Bray hits a big move, they go back to red again. Right. That could be pretty yeah. interesting, huh? I didn't really care for the um, the UK championship match. No. The US-North yeah. American. Yeah, North American. What was that match now? 
Shinsuke versus AJ versus Roddy Strong. No, that's not what I'm thinking no, of. No, you're thinking of Adam Cole Adam. and yeah, the NXT Dunn? Championship. Yeah, that sucked. Okay, I liked it. I why, thought, why once again, suck? just like all NXT matches, it was about 15 too minutes long. too long. The, uh, the I don't, what are they calling them? The Panama City Sunrise, his little flipping Canadian destroyer oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the ring apron. I thought okay. that was good. Okay, you don't have to like it. I thought, I dug it. The thing that I don't understand, I guess, about Pete Dunn at this point is, he just, he keeps going back to this, move set and i understand ah the joint manipulation an expert in joint manipulation the thing that i don't get about it is he goes back to that well so many times within the same match and it's like okay if you're gonna pull his finger back that far why aren't you just breaking it like that's the thing that i don't understand like we're gonna go through this spot like at least a half dozen times in this match of you know, this camera angle hanging on you bending this guy's finger back as far as you can. Just break it. Why don't you break it? Like, just break it if that's like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. What is stopping you from breaking that finger? It, I don't think it's a rule that you can't break his finger. So why wouldn't you, if you were a master of joint manipulation, why wouldn't you cause the maximal amount of pain possible? Does that go to the well, whole idea with chairs that, oh, we only hit you in the stomach and not in the head. So here with the fingers, we only go to a certain point and then it becomes too inappropriate. I don't know what the ruling is on that. That part has always been weird to me. I'm like, okay, I get it. You want to like separate the fingers a bit to break a hold. But especially because sure. it's like, you know, he broke Dillian. Uh, am I that the guy's? What's that guy's name? Uh, Dillian Kane? Is that what am I thinking? Of? What's his name? Good that old sounds Dill. like a wrestler GQ would have made back in like <laughs> yeah. 2005. You know what I'm trying to say? Hey, it's hey, Dillian hey. Kane. Killian Dane. Killian Dane. <laughs> Dillian Kane. I actually like Dillian Kane. You know, he broke his fingers, and so they were showing that in the package leading up to this. So then all the times he's just working on the guy's fingers, it's like, okay, well, why aren't you breaking his fingers? Why? Like it's just it's, there's just something about it that doesn't work for me. You can't be all about that sort of character and then like not do it. Yeah. The fiend has a move. He did it to Finn Balor. He like has him in some sort of like chokehold. And then he does kind of like, yes, I do saw the traditional do move. Like you're going to break their neck. Yes. I saw that too with Daniel Bryan. I, I saw that move. Yeah. And I was just like, that is the stupidest signature move in existence because you're not actually breaking his neck. Like you yeah. would be dead. But honestly, like in terms of suspension of disbelief, yes, I understand this is a choreographed fight. Like I get that. But doing a move like that, and then it not killing a man, I, you know what I mean? Like you, I cannot suspend my disbelief to believe in that being an effective wrestling move. Like it just yeah. it doesn't work. It's lovely from a visual standpoint. Like, okay, this is a horror movie villain. They're obviously leaning into that. There are moments where you're like, okay, this is a horror movie villain come to life. The way he like looms up, they'd shoot the angle kind of a little bit from below. So he's, you can see him standing over the opponent who thinks he's got the advantage. But yeah, I'm like, what exactly is that doing? Like, cause if you're not going to actually break the neck, are you just, I don't know. You're giving him a stinger. But I enjoyed what I watched. I was a fan. Seth Rollins has turned heel now, so that's something. He needs something different. So he, that's it was it was refreshing. Cause now they're setting up Owens to be the Rollins has got the authors of pain kind of as bodyguards or henchmen or whatever. And now, you know, Owens is now the top supposed looking like 
the top babyface. I don't know how Brock Lesnar plays into that. But what are your thoughts on Kevin Owens getting eliminated so quickly? It, it tied up. Wise, the, how does that work? Like it, it, it tied up the story. Me. So he was invited by first Triple H and then Tommaso Ciampa right. to to go to NXT Takeover, and he did. And he was on Team Ciampa for War Games, and you know totally helped out. So the storyline was. Well, are you Team Raw? Or are you Team NXT? Are you going right. to betray us? Well, correct. And so, and that's actually the reason so, why I think GQ asks a good question because by eliminating KO so early in the match, you get rid of that will he, won't he turn dynamic. The story that you're telling, the thing that you could actually draw out and have be a source of intrigue throughout the course of that match, you threw that away very quickly to where, well, okay, well, I guess, I guess that's over now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's I, an I easy guess, story to maintain right. interest in the match, and they just but throw I, away. The, clearly, that wasn't the you know. Could they have the moment where he can frog splash either Champa or is it Shorty G, who does totally look like GQ, by the way? Yeah, uh, that's a but, character I created in the old SmackDown games, like identical, frightening. Yeah. What was the name? Uh, and so, G Money. GQ. Mm. G, oh well, no, GQ G Money. Is the, right. The heel version. Ah, okay. <laughs> um. And so, so there's the secret know, origin for- story, ladies and gentlemen. GQ's uh, air name here comes from his create a wrestlers um, in the uh, SmackDown versus Raw. You days. say that like that's not the case for so many other people. There is a they, you know, we're only one step away from GQ being like, "Hi, I'm welcome to my podcast. My name is Vincent Phoenix." Oh, that's another character. How about that name? Oh, it's beautiful, <laughs> Vincent Phoenix. And I am the burning. <laughs> nice to see you all. In my parents. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. You're right. It would have been a, an extra wrinkle, but obviously they were done, and they wanted to show that. You know, Ch- I think it's setting up maybe a future Owens Champa. Yeah, potential thing because Champa was just like, nope, sorry, we don't have time for this. And again, I'm not really invested in the product right now, but just from my casual observations from the night before and this, it seemed like that was the aspect of that match that the crowd was most interested in. And so to throw yeah. it away that quickly just seemed like a strange choice to me. Well, and then the story became the fact that Ross stunk. Yeah. Like they only won one match right. in the entire evening. So In the pre-show, no less. Yes. Viking Raiders. Right. And then the Survi- that Survivor Series match, though, it seemed like Creative wanted to focus more on Roman Reigns and Corbin. Which yes, which was okay. Always a good choice. We gotta focus on the dog. We gotta focus on King Corbin. I've tweeted this out. I have a kid in my class who is really big into Roman Reigns, and a lot so of I, people of course, are. I'm just not. I've uh, apparently, according to according to someone I well, no, according to his mom, I guess I can say that. <laughs> um, Reliable source. When, on SmackDown a few weeks ago, when they said it was going to be Roman Reigns, and it wound up being just a guy in a big dog costume. This kid cried, like he was so upset that Roman Reigns wasn't there. And I'm like, that's what they're doing. That's what they're trying to do. They, there is an audience for it. Yeah. But yes, I've I've now taken the side, of course, of good King Corbin. And I'm like, no, King Corbin's the best wrestler, and he gets real mad, which I enjoy. <laughs> Aggravating my children. Good for you. Good for you. Do you, do you not do that in your job? Do you not aggravate? Your your students? I don't have to do much. The minute I ask them to do any work, <laughs> that aggravates them enough. Slightly so. different places we yes. work. Slightly different. 
Um, I know you're on a bit of a time crunch. I don't know what your what your schedule is, like what time you need to go. We have seven or eight emails if you'd like yeah, to get into that. I, I think GQ also has to get out of here just slightly before I do. So maybe if we move over to the emails, that'd Ooh, be good. I feel so special being on here with, with you guys. This is weird, by the I'm way. I'm loving it. Talking I, th- that to made you my on day. the screen is That made bizarre. my day because he said because you said, oh, that's a GQ. And I was like, oh, I get it. It's a new leaf. It's episode 201. And then I hear that sugary sweet sound. And I was like, oh, oh that's a good day. happy <laughs> early holiday. Like, yeah, we're going to be doing this every week from now on. Didn't you know like, that's the thing with 201 now. It's going to be a three person podcast. I don't mind that at all. I really don't. Oh, I do. I see a smirk <laughs> on your face, DC. He's like, I don't mind this at all. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I think it would be great. Um, podcast at ddtwrestling.com. Our first email comes from Brandon Banks. I knew we would hear from him. Uh, titled, The List. Maybe the real list was the friends we made along the way. Oh, and show of hands, how many of you besties are actually POV? Sent from my iPhone. I just like the record to show that Doc Manson is raising his hand. That would be the greatest trick if you were actually Pav this whole time. You like <laughs> created this guy. Yeah, oh. I've done a lot of networking in my day, but not that much. Uh, Sport Monkey Simon is here. Welcome to 201. I'm assuming I'm reading this one. Oh, yeah. GQ, you want to read Nima? I do not want to read a damn email. Not a single one. (laughs) Greetings from cold, dark Manchester. As the sun, such as it is, comes up and I sit in a pub eating my breakfast, admiring the peace. I love that the pubs are open. I was going to say, having beer in the morning, you champion you. It's a UK for you. Wow. Sitting in the corner of places with my headphones is one of the greatest moments of happiness I experience. Observing people in a world of my own or genuinely staring off into space at nothing is pure bliss. Poetry. I like that you guys like look at each other and nod knowing that it's yes. I agree. It's a shared and coming in my ears over here. Excuse me, I'm talking about coming in your ears. And coming in my ears are the tones of DC and Doc. DC being fifty one percent better. <laughs> that says Doc. Doc What'd being fifty one percent better. Oh, sorry. I, I, can't I have GQ doc here as witness that it says doc. It says doc. Until facts prove otherwise. <laughs> My natural state is to backdoor any event the minute Wait, it starts to hint at looking busy. I'm sorry. I, I didn't write this email. Backdoor? All right. Backdoor is done in years. He's backdooring the events. Organized fun is something from which you can find me miles away. I backdoor my own birthday party <laughs> the minute it looks like too much fuss. I, we don't be... have time. We don't have time. Did they but know I was the going to be on this episode? Because I love this toilet talk. <laughs> but in the future, I will need to uh, urban dictionary the idea of backdooring your own birthday party and what that exactly is. <laughs> I'm guessing this is just UK slang for, you know, uh, quietly leaving without anyone noticing. Yes. Mm-hmm. The behavior is not an act. So when I connect to people, it's quite a moment. A podcast that doesn't always like wrestling hosted by clever hosts who don't seem to like being social, it spoke to me, and it still does. You're welcome. You both seem picky about when you are around people and who those people are. I still don't know why I hang out with GQ, to be honest. 
Because he's beautiful. Look at those eyes. I know. I can lose myself in those eyes. Oh, stop it. I was going to say, you two should share your first kiss on the air right now, but we know it wouldn't be the first. Hold off on the tongue. (laughs) I liked your podcast for a lot of the 200. I am intrigued and excited by episode 201 and beyond. I love you guys. And I'm happy the besties are happy together. There's a piece of advice in Afterlife by Ricky Gervais that I stole and give back to people regularly as if this pearl of wisdom was mine. I leave you with it now because I think DDT is a perfect home for it. Happiness is amazing. It's so amazing, it doesn't matter if it's yours or not. Until next time, me. Can I say something really quickly, though? Um, no. I think it's amazing, um, even listening to your last episode, there's a lot of people that find your podcast to be something special. And um, I, I know you guys should feel proud of yourselves, honestly, that there are people out there that uh, you, you kind of make your day a little bit more special when you do what you I'm do. patting myself on the back. I love it when heartless. GQ fillets us. No, Not I'm usually just, like this, but... You know, I'm being serious. It's, it's, it's a nice thing to see, that you guys are really doing something people enjoy. So, I want to say that. I agree. We're making the world... Better, one bestie at a time. I also want people to enjoy the Sound Scary podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Please like it. Go on Instagram. All right, uh, this next email has no subject, and it reads, Hey, guys. Great to be back emailing the DDT podcasts again with wrestling emails. So here is my first. Over the past year, I have compiled a list of topics to email you, so I choose this one to open up with. Imagine... If you had to keep everything there is about wrestling from entrances, storylines, matches, pay-per-views, promos, etc. Everything you associate with wrestling, but change the wrestling ring slash physical activity to something else, what would it be? I would have volleyball with a 20-minute time limit. What would yours be? Remember, we still keep the promos, feuds, entrances, etc. It's just the activity being played that changes. Many thanks. Pav. Fun fact, according to Best Life Online, the longest wedding veil, I'm not sure what a veil is, was the size of 63.5 football fields. When Cyprian Marie Perascafa wore one stretching 22,843 feet and 2.11 inches. At Brand Split Cop. Uh, I have missed the random facts. Yeah, the fan of facts are good. Uh, in terms of if if I if we had to keep all of the pomp, all of the circumstance around wrestling, but the wrestling itself was what was leaving. Sure. I'm gonna go with the ice capades. I, I was want... gonna go with bocce. Oh, okay. All right. I think it would be cool to the have ice, people out the on capades. the ice and there being a little soap opera back and forth and them slashing at each other with those blades. GQ is shaking his head. Does he have an answer? Well, one of them they've done already. Musical chairs um, is one. And also just uh, beating up pinatas. And every time there could be something else inside it. Could be a lot Okay. Bocce, the ice capades, and beating up pinatas. I think mine's the best formed of those. No, I disagree. Our next email comes from uh, Mitchell Monroe. Thanksgiving. GQ, go ahead and read this one. I'm not reading anything. This Come is on, my ahead. show. It's a, it's a short email. Go ahead and read Sorry, it. Sorry, no. It's right, it's right, it's right. All right, I can't read. Okay? We, you know this. I do know this. I wanted you to admit it on air. Okay. Uh, DC, you want to read this one? So while everything in me wants to talk about food for this hollowed wink, I think I've heard your all's Thanksgiving food opinions on multiple occasions. 
so I need to come up with a slightly more original way to frame it. Perhaps this isn't original as it could be, but nonetheless, I think it would be fun to hear each of you take a side, regardless of what your opinion actually is, and argue the ultimate Thanksgiving pie, pumpkin versus pecan. I believe that pumpkin is the superior Thanksgiving pie. Because this reason, is sir? a fact that cannot be disputed. I'm partial to apple myself. That's not the question. Key lime but I don't. pie. That's also not then in the go question. go for a GQ. I don't know that I've ever had pecan pie. Pecan pie is awesome, but I view pecan pie as more of a Christmas time dessert, personally. Mm. I don't think it's inappropriate at Thanksgiving, but I feel like if it was most appropriate at a given holiday, it would be Christmas. Yeah, I think apple would be more appropriate with pumpkin than the pecan pie, like you said, you see. So, okay. So, in which case, I think apple pie is superior because of the, like, you don't get a pumpkin pie with good lattice work. Like, a good lattice crust adds a whole extra layer. You can have different apples for different textures Right, right, right. But see, and... the difference is a pumpkin pie is delicious, whereas an apple pie is garbage in a pie crust. See, I'm I'm not floppy, particularly fan of... Floppy apples that have been cooked. Like, can you imagine just, just cooking apples and then cooling them off and just having floppy apples that you're putting into your mouth. That's disgusting. It's trash. You would normally put that floppy in the garbage apples. and bring it to the dump. What about apple crisp? No, because apple make... crisp is made to be had warm. We're talking about something that's now cooled. All right, don't get angry. No, I'm telling you. I don't think, it, no, an apple pie is served warm. An apple pie isn't always It is not always cold. served warm. Is a pumpkin pie always served cold? Yes. You don't heat up I, pumpkin pie. I don't. Unless you're so hungry that the minute it comes out of the oven, you just start devouring it. And, and burn you burn tongue. everything. Oh, God. All right. I know. Pumpkin is my fave, so. Two on one. Well, you lose. I have, I have thought about how, I have thought about how if GQ came in and we did the list as a trio, that would, that would be the most common refrain said two on one you lose <laughs> uh if there were three people on the list we'd never get anything done <laughs> never we've been on number 15 for 12 days yeah no. <laughs> all right uh danielle episode 201 and flaky friends i'm on the right one right sometimes i get confused you are hello with Thanksgiving here tomorrow and the five-day break officially underway, what are y'all's plans for this break? For me, I'll get to stay home for three days of the break, today, Friday, and Saturday, and I'll be joining a friend at her family's Thanksgiving, which means I'll get to have a fantastic feast and some bubbly. Friendsgiving for today isn't happening because the host, who offered to host this year, never got the plans rolling. I'm not doing any Friendsgiving events today. Technically, that's what I'm doing tomorrow. I will point out, Mrs. Manson had tweeted out that we should do a Friendsgiving that's an authentic Thanksgiving feast with the venison and the duck and the shellfish and things. We're on board. Just let us know when to come over. Cool. Come over tomorrow. Uh, busy <laughs> tomorrow. So have you ever had... No, wait. We so have you here. ever dealt <laughs> with... Over. I got the joke. How do I read this? So have you ever dealt with people who cancel and struggle with communication? No, man. <laughs> Shut up, both of you. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. 
who she's talking to? Oh God, I'm lightheaded. Oh my God, I'm gonna pass out. Okay, if hold so, on. How have you gone around those situations? I've already had an intervention with said person about it this year about said flakiness. Is that a word? Said person, who is two years younger than me, is now learning to live without family, and I guess that led me to think about how reliant some students are on staying accountable in and out of high school with receiving scheduling help from parents. I've also stopped banking on said person for coming to events. I don't really get to invite them anymore because they flake out consistently. Any thoughts on uh It's time for your intervention. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Just kidding. No, in fairness, he never commits to anything, so he doesn't flake out. He just says, no, I am not coming over for Survivor Series. I would like to go to bed at 8 o'clock. And frankly, you know, that's a perfectly understandable stance. And he makes no illusions. There's no flaking there. He is being ironclad in his, I don't want to hang out with you. Beauty sleep is important. that's not true. That's not true. We went out for faux just the other week. I am very good at hanging out in the daylight. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. It's when it's nighttime. And I'd like to point out that's always been the case. We would watch Raw at our apartment and GQ would like throw things at me because it's like 10 o'clock and I'm starting to fall asleep. And like I'm getting like popcorn thrown at me or something because I'm nodding off on the couch. That's right. And I came every single Raw, even when there were snowstorms. Ice storms, I was there. I was there for you. Were you there that time that we were out in the parking lot during an ice storm and we watched some car like swerve and hit Yeah, a it was sign? my car. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were like, hey, just be careful. There's a slippery hill over there. And I'm like, oh, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. It took me like 35 minutes to be able to get up that hill and park. It was a death trap. That was a great day. Thanks. <laughs> So I can't decide on this WWE Network decision, but I've got to ask you guys, where is a good pausing point for Raw episodes? I am now to post WrestleMania 21, and I'm trying to find a good stoppage point for Raw so I can then start WCW. Once I work through WCW, I'll go to watching SmackDown from 99 to 2005. So where do you think a good pause point with Raw 2005s are? Chris Masters has just begun the Master Lock Challenge for $1,000. Edge has won money in the bank, and we are leading up to the Rated R Superstar years. For reference, I started watching wrestling in the fall of 2006, and I mainly recall watching SmackDown. Stop wherever. There's no good stopping. Just oh, stop. say, yeah. I would say stop where you are. This sounds like there's several different threads just starting. She didn't mention anything that was, like, wrapping up. So yeah. assuming that that might be a good place to stop. Is anybody here or, a fan of Chris Masters in that storyline? That was all right. I do I do enjoy that I did see him at a restaurant once. Oh, was it a Denny's? Where'd you see him? A diner? Yeah, a diner. He uh, picked a tree up out of the ground to uh, save his mother from a burning building. He bear-hugged a tree, lifted it out of the ground to clear a window so she could escape from a burning house. Seriously? Yeah. Look it up. All right, well, he's awesome. Just the storyline wasn't. Happy Thanksgiving to you all, and I'll see you guys next week, as we will be in the midst of Dead Week. I'm assuming she means finals or something. I don't know. Cheers, Danielle. P.S. I sign out with cheers because I do want to go take a trip to the U.K. after I graduate from Oklahoma University in 2022. I'm wanting to go to the U.K. in September of October of 2022. Plain emoji. All right. 
This next one comes in from Che. 201! Hey guys, congratulations on 201 episodes. Have been out of the loop for a little while, so just a quick line to thank you for persisting with the podcast and providing good times and humor to the besties. Random food-related question of the day. What is the worst thing you've eaten out of politeness? Best wishes from across the pond. Che sent from my Samsung Galaxy smartphone. I did a little dance there because I am so glad GQ is here for this question because I'm guessing we have the same answer. We do. What is it? <laughs> Would you like... you Tell this story because it is... <laughs> so our, our French club, we were both French language speakers. So the summer after our senior year, we went on a two-week Europe trip. We did France and Holland and Belgium. Yes. And our French teacher, who I adored at the time, she was a, you know, a, a kind of a motherly figure to me. I seem to collect those for some reason. Sorry, Mama Matthews. Um, you know, and her husband, who's a very interesting guy, and our tour guide, who was a very interesting guy, um, were very adamant that when we went to these restaurants, we had to eat everything to not embarrass them. And so we would get these terrible meals put in front of us and we would have to come up with creative ways of trying to hide the food or, you know. Right. And just to some of the meals we ended up, I don't know, out of those couple of weeks, I might've had maybe two of those meals. Instead, we would go to the McDonald's and we'd yes. eat there because I must've lost like 10 pounds on that trip. But eating. It sounds like you're not actually eating this food out of politeness though. Oh no, well, no, no. We we're getting to there. Eat some we're of getting it. there. Because what happened is we went to this restaurant and they're telling us, oh, they have this gourmet cheese. It's amazing. You don't want to miss out on us, but we need to know that you're going to make a commitment to have it. And of course, for us, we're thinking like, oh, there's going to be some like cheddar and some mozzarella cheese sticks. I can't wait. And that was not the case. What was it, Brie? What was I've, it? I don't know, but it was disgusting. It and was... like we were smuggling out in pot, like, you know, we had some because she like they basically stared at you and watched you eat it. It smelled once... like a dead foot. Yeah. That's the best way to describe it. <laughs> Once they were confident that you were eating it, they'd walk away and like we're smuggling it out in our pockets and flushing it down oh, no. the toilet. We're putting it in like potted plants. And the best we're... one, we had a, a friend of ours um, who decided to rip out the inside of a bread roll, stuff the cheese in, has a, it formed into a ball, put it inside the bread and then put the meat of the bread back in. Well, what happened was when the waitress came over to pick it up, the bread meat rolled out and the cheese started to ooze out. So his goose was cooked. And it was yeah. awesome. Because it wasn't a solid cheese. Yeah, it right. It was, yeah. Liquidy. It was bad. I mean, I don't think- and that I was around something. the time GQ got himself locked in a bathroom. I did. It was not on purpose. I don't believe you. <laughs> no, no, really. We went, We it was some like hole in the wall restaurant out in the middle of nowhere. And I went and just used bathroom and, and our, our French teacher's husband just, you know, I, I was a wise guy. And just, he had it out for me. And so I got locked in there. And he's out on the outside going, of course, GQ got locked in here. It took him, what, 20 minutes to figure out how to get me out of there? Yeah, we thought we were going to just leave you there. Yeah. That would have been great. <laughs> uh, so right. the best, the worst thing. Oh, yes. I've Please. ever eaten out of politeness would be scotch chicken. Another good story mm. that I think we've told on this show many times. That's we true. We definitely have. That's true. You're familiar with the story of Scotch Chicken? Oh, I am. Yes, I am. Okay. All right. Uh, just for the sake of, of getting you both out of here, uh, Glenn, 
the bestest of all besties, episode 201. Congratulations, guys. You got through episode 200. It's now in the record books, and there's no hostile takeovers, no Doc dropping down dead again, and no threats of walkouts. What an episode it was. Nerd DC going all French <laughs> and doing some of his finest work. <laughs> Emails galore and even a return of Pav, whoever that may be. I'm sure there's been a large cat let out of the bag there, but welcome back, Pav. Is Pav a cat? I don't know. It was great to hear Casey Kasem read the emails again. Despite what the New Age insiders say, I think Doc nails him. I agree. It's not bad, actually. I don't think it's terrible. It's not great. I I was told it was the worst impression they'd ever heard. Can you do a little right now? No. Right. Finally, I, I, as a bestie, would like personally to thank the other 16 emailers on creating a record-breaking mailbag for episode 200. Here's to the next who knows how many, but remember, DC and Doc, while you keep making your weekly chats public, we'll keep listening. Thanks as always, Glenn. We love you, buddy. Uh, do we have time for pieces of positivity? Oh, yeah. All right. Lay it on me. GQ, go first. What? You're the guest. You have to tell us what your piece of positivity is this week. Yeah. What's Can I have what's... two? Sure. Okay, awesome. Uh, the first one is... I mean, to be technical, you could probably have 201 because you've got a lot of catching up oh. to do. <laughs> Fair enough. Here we go. Number one. Um, the first one is being able to spend time with family uh, on Thanksgiving. There's nothing better than sitting around talking about memories and stuff. That's what face. I was going to say. He stole mine. Huh. And the second one is uh, the Sound Scary Podcast. Um, it's a great show, and um, please listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm begging you, please. Please, God. Please, oh, God. Why won't please, you God. listen? And DC, we I'm will figure behind. something out for you to get on I'm, and I'm, write some original I'm content. a little behind on my listening. I got to ask, at what point does Behind the Fears switch and GQ gets questioned by Doc? Uh, based off of the survey results... Right. I'm not sure Behind the Fears is going to continue to be a segment. Uh-oh. It was one of the least positively responded um, How many segments. We may restructure it. What's that? How many responses did you get? Uh, eight. Okay. And I think See, what I think, that's where I come in. I will host Behind the Fears, and it'll be GQ versus Doc. I will lose a lot. I don't know that that's true. I don't know that that's true. Fair. I, I agree. I don't know if that's true either. I don't know. Um, yeah. My piece of positivity is a yeah. terrible horror movie that I watched last night called Killer Workout. I saw the opening scene of that film. So I thought it was going to be like, you know, a standard sort of late 80s slasher film taking place in like this uh, gym. Alternate title, by the way, of this movie is Aerobicide. And I think that's a far superior title to Killer Workout. Aerobicide just, it just hits me right in the feels. Uh, but at any rate, it's it's about uh, this gym, obviously, where people start dying. I guess that's about as much as you need to know about it. <laughs> but um, yeah, the thing that surprised me about it is it was definitely more boobily than I was expecting. <laughs> right from the opening moments. Uh, more of an exploitation film than I think either myself or Mrs. Manson were anticipating. Although it was still a slasher film, it was not by any means a um, a softcore anything. It was still very much a slasher film. But um, yeah, yeah, it was an experience. It was a lot of fun. The music was good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's something, all right. 
Check uh, out my piece, Amazon Prime. What's the name of it again? Killer Aerobic Workout. Size? Killer Workout. Killer Workout. That had to have a really good poster. Oh, yeah. Check out my yeah. Instagram if you'd like to see it. And also the um, Sound Scary podcast Instagram. <laughs> Would be awesome. I didn't post it there, but yeah. No, but just go to it anyways. <laughs> At Sound Scary Podcast. Uh, my piece of positivity, besides this wonderful surprise that has really made my week, um, I will give credit where credit is due. We all anticipated that Dakota Kai in NXT was going to turn heel, but it was done beautifully. Yeah, it was awesome. I don't know if you, yes. I don't know if you saw it. It was awesome. But it didn't even happen like at the end of the match. It just was Dakota Kai was about to make her entrance. Tegan Knox was the only one left in the cage, and she just turned around and kicked the crap out of her, and it was fan. It was it was done brilliantly. So credit to them. I wasn't sure how Dakota Kai was going to be as a heel, but now I'm on board. So yeah, seemed interesting. Although again, not seeing the lead up to it, I don't think it quite had the impact for me. No, but you know, power to him, doing but. something different, right? Well, all right there, ladies and gentlemen. GQ's got to run off because he's got family. Doc has a haircut. I got nothing, so I could stay and chat with you for another hour. But I'm not going. Feel free to do a buy the book. Eh. Feel Maybe free I'll to work on a new nerd DC song. Who knows? Feel free Very to cool. do a pontificast. Eh. Feel free to do a question marks. Eh. That's where I was going next. <laughs> I had a feeling. I beat you to it. Um, yes. Thank you, GQ, for joining us oh, on episode 201. Me. I expect you now every Wednesday. Without we're talking fail. about we're talking about getting me a microphone so we can do this. Tell Mrs. Tell Mrs. GQ, we need your time. And she's going to say time. Uh, my time is precious and I'm not allowed to give tell, away. Tell her someone who 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 liked her enough to invite her to his fifth birthday party. True story. With pictures to prove it. Uh, Doc Manson or GQ, whoever wants to take this. Anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good night? If you'd like to have your thoughts run on the air, <laughs> you can do so by sending a message to podcast at ddtwrestling.com. If you like this episode, you can listen to our entire back catalog by going to ddtpod.com or to your podcast repository of choice, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. And finally, if you like what you've heard, Listen to Sound Scary Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and how could you? Head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT Wrestling to send just a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc. It helps keep the lights on and the podcast train chugging. He is GQ at GQ on Draft. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. And I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Uh, thank you for joining us on episode 201. We'll talk to you after our holiday. Happy Turkey Day if you celebrate. And until we meet again, my friends, won't you be our bestie, Jimmy? Jimmy!